Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to Top Tier Talk, episode one of the new season. Fresh start, guys. Um, and what a game week it was. Um, City being Burnley, Arsenal winning, Chelsea's one all draw with Liverpool. A lot of stuff to talk about, transfers as well, and United playing tonight, so we'll do a little preview. Where should we start, boys? Do you want to go straight to Chelsea, or should we do a round-up from Friday and onwards? Friday, yeah, I was going to start, start, start with the first game of the season. Okay, let's start. Um, the robot scores with his first touch. What a big shock. Yeah, he used to grow up. <laughs> I saw he that. Grow up, he says. So boring. If this is how it's going to be like for another year, it's just so unfair. And well, to be fair, good on them. But I feel like, do City fans even enjoy it? <laughs> like, doesn't it get to a point where it gets a bit boring? <laughs> uh, I'll, really... I'll answer your question. No, they don't. They're all emotionless anyway, isn't it? <laughs> Barely react, yeah. no interactions. Um, what can we say? Um, I thought Burnley, to be fair to Burnley, I'll give them props. They they kept with their philosophy. They, they played from the back all game. Um, they were unlucky with a couple chances. Even when it was 1-0 down, I thought they were going into the game before the second goal. And obviously, Haaland's second finish, absolutely excellent. And how many goals are you predicting, guys, for him this season? Uh, Is there another... at, at least three. <laughs> Need, uh, I wanna, he'll I get remember. he'll get thirty again, won't he? Like, I don't know if he'll be able to do the same thing again this season as he did last. But one thing I will say is it depends because the top half has improved, top ten, bottom yeah. half I feel like is a bit weak. So I don't know. I just don't think he can do. How many did he do? Thirty six, thirty eight. Something like that, yeah, something like that. Something that we don't care about. I don't think he can do that again. And if he does, fair play to him because that's beyond a joke. Yeah, no, that's unbelievable numbers. I mean, uh, we thought Salah was impressive with his consistent 20 goals for uh, numerous seasons, but this is another level. On to Man City, another thing, they've been linked with Lucas Paqueta and it looks like the player has agreed personal terms. What do you lot think of this signing for around 95 million or 80 to 95 million? Isn't that how much West Ham are asking? Is it weird? or do you guys It's a very good it? deal for West Ham, obviously, if they can reinvest the 200 million pounds they've got from from this summer, then it's a brilliant transfer window. If they don't, then they're, they're, they've been flirting with relegation for the last sort of four or five years. So, it be time, time to go. Flirting with relegation? Yeah. Well, one year, right? But not really. They weren't even in it in the end. Well, they nearly yeah. went down. Well, they, there was a danger of going down last season. When we first went down, it was between us, Villa, Bournemouth and West Ham. And that was, what, three, four years ago? So it's like a bit inconsistent, I'd say. But yeah, no, in the last few years, a couple of times. Yeah. Mm. But, um, I was going to say, like, that that signing itself is just another example of yet another overpaying sign. But this, to be fair with West Ham, they're in a position where Paqueta is their asset. He doesn't necessarily need to leave. It's not a case of, like, if he doesn't leave, he's going to, like, throw a strop because he's not doing that as we speak right now. So, of course, they're going to put that price on. I'm surprised that you're doing it, though. I really don't think this one is actually... City make a lot of signings where you think, is this necessary? This is one really. I don't know if it is. <laughs> Generally, don't we'll need to find spend it as a proper Gundo replacement, and then he could. They can obviously put him out wide as well as Amares. Like a, he didn't really play on the right for West Ham as much. He was more of a midfielder mm. essentially. But um, do you think I mean, he was deep in, among... in the last game? He played he a deeper deep role. He was very good. Game, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, could... I was going to say on Burnley because we were speaking about that game. They were. I've never seen a team lose three 0 and like make me feel so convinced that they're not going to get relegated. I thought they played really well. And there was a couple of players. I mean, I've never even heard of Kolyosho. The guy was playing right wing. He was brilliant. Some of these players, they look so good on the ball. It's not really like a Burnley we're used to seeing, which is strange because Sean Dyke, I don't know if he watches these games, but what he's thinking, because this is not the Burnley that we all grew up on. This isn't This isn't the beautiful 
sport of you know the Brexit no, that, sport was, that we were accustomed to. That was the to. old era, wasn't it? Yeah, it's over now. If Burnley are playing this way, then we are well and truly finished. Um, And it's on to the next phase of football, which is 1,000 passes to the goal. Also, just just as a side note, I'm presuming, obviously, there's not a lot to touch on. That was 100% a red card. I don't think I've seen any arguments against it. It was a stupid tackle to make. I don't know why he's done it. There was no need to make that tackle that early on. They were 3-0 down. The game was lost. It was in injury time. Mm. It just means he's going to miss, what, two or three games now? Which, Mm. obviously... Well, yeah, no, it's just violent need, conduct. It's the game, isn't it? You've Obviously, the game, for a team like Burnley, who may well be flirting with relegation, may not. Yeah. For them to miss a player for two or three games is gonna it's gonna be a big miss, whether they're a starter or whether they're coming off the bench. No, hundred percent agree. Um, on to Saturday morning, Arsenal beating Nottingham Forest two one, who did have a chance to go um ahead early on with a uh, Brennan Johnson, Mister Sitter. But um, thoughts on Arsenal? Obviously, Saka proving. This season is gonna it's gonna be fantastic again. What a finish! And Eddie as well with that uh, Martinelli accident assist. To be honest, because he did not mean that. But um, thoughts on Arsenal guys? Obviously, Rice Havertz making the debut. Did you guys think they were positive? Do you think they're going to be the main challenges to City, or or is it still? I'd, a little I'd bit presume of a... so, but it's a case of again, it's across the thirty-eight game season. We we know City can do it across the whole season, whether they um obviously drop off for a couple of games, but we know they're going to win the majority of their games. It's, it's a case of can Arsenal do what they failed to do last season and keep up, or obviously yeah. if they're ahead, stay ahead because they didn't last season. No, I agree. I was going to say, I thought Arsenal played really well. Um, I think Arsenal probably played the best football this weekend, aside from maybe in Newcastle. Um, I thought the football they play is definitely more enjoyable than what we see from Man City. It's quite boring with Man City, but... Aside from that, the fans were up for it. Of course, they would be. It's the first game back. And it's a season when they could actually win the title if things go their way. A lot of things would have to go their way. Again, injuries-wise, they'd have to have some Leicester type of miracle where no one gets injured or at least very minimal. But yeah, I thought they played well. The only thing they were missing was clinical. Like, they've missed a couple of chances, didn't put everything away. And Forrest, I have to say, Anthony Langer looks so good when he came on. I mean, you can tell he's really built for the Premier League and I'm kind of gutted now because um, 15 million is what we sold him for. And with all these prices being thrown out around, Conor Gallagher not going for 40 million and being more, thought maybe we could have got a bit more for Alanga. And I think he's really going to fit in well into the Premier League from a physical aspect. You saw it in that goal and the assist he got. But yeah. Yeah, yeah as well. Rice as well. I think he was um, played a decent game. Havertz uh, didn't get a goal, but um, as we know, his hold-up plays good and he was involved in the game at some points. But yeah, positive start for Arsenal. Um, any other games you want to touch up on before we go to the Chelsea Liverpool game obviously Newcastle, Newcastle Football Club yeah yeah. Um, Tonali scoring uh, very early on in his career um, are they going to be title challengers this season I, I didn't think I didn't think they'd make top four no Lewis there's a Champions League I don't think they'll make top four that was my prediction but they're I'll, firing I'll touch on a, a nice little result down the south coast I understand they are a Premier League side now so if there is any fans watching this yes I understand you are a league above us uh, Brighton 4, Luton 1. Uh, and João Pedro scoring, Estepinian getting an assist. It was the Watford show down south. Or the ex-Watford show, shall I say. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy that. Why are you so happy? Why? Okay, if, it's, not, it's nothing okay, to do with you. If, if City start losing games, does that bring you enjoyment? No, but like you seem a bit too happy. Like... I am. <laughs> I am. He thinks Watford won that game. That's what he's thinking. You're in the championship then. Yeah. Only team in the chat to keep a clean sheet as well. 
over the first two All right, Well, I was going to touch on Evan Ferguson, who um, did put in my FPL for a specific reason. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't start. I really hope he starts the next game because I don't know why Welbeck gets picked over him. But um, he is physically, again, another pledge. Physically, he's very blessed to be the way he is. In the rest of it, it's about coaching now. And he looks very good. And I'm worried about what he will cost next season for whoever he goes to. Because I have a feeling the type of club we are, if Ferguson really establishes himself this season, we will be in for this guy next season as well, as as double Hoyland thing, have two of them. And we do need to sell off a couple. Martial, he simply has to go. Michael Dow. And yeah, but I was going to make a point about the Newcastle game before you went to the Brighton game so abruptly. Um, a lot of definitive statements about Aston Villa after that game, about how Villa are not up for it, this and that. I just thought Newcastle were outstanding. Villa actually did look quite good in the first half. It was just a tough game, especially in that stadium in the first game of the season. It's tough and their signings are good. I think Villa will be up for it. They're, they're not, this isn't just a case of they're not going to be like top 10 or top 7 even. They could very well still be. Um, this shouldn't be any like indicators for the season. I thought they played well until the demolition began. Mm. No, of yes. course, and he scored on his debut. There's a lot of debut goals. Um, yeah, I'm surprised Paul Torres didn't start, but Mings as well, ACL, another player. A lot of players. Yeah, now he definitely will start. Courtois, we've heard of. Um, you guys know off the top of your heads, other players. Um, Eda Militao. Eda Militao. There's two big players for Real Madrid. Timber, um, Timber is that? Is list. That, that it's about to be confirmed, apparently. Oh, okay, ITK Chavez here. Um, mm. Obviously, Nkunku had a knee injuries out till January, so he's obviously somewhat similar. A lot of players getting injured as well. So, yeah, just it's kind of tough times, really. Um, on to Chelsea now. Um, we're cooking. We're going to cook this season. After about... I say after this, the Salah Dislav goal, we got into that game and we absolutely controlled it till the end and we deserve to win. Um Shout out to DeSarcy, De goal on his debut. I thought he was really solid. Levi Colwell had a good game. Thiago Silva. Um, Enzo, fantastic. Enzo showed his class. And it's just making me think when Kai Sado comes in, because we've got the here we go today as well, um, he's going to cook. He's going to be shining in this team. And um, as I said, um, I think we should slap another 50 M's to, um, to Benfica for that, because that's a bargain signing. It's a bargain deal. Do you want to see things? How can how can that be a bit? How can that be a bug? Because I saw, I know he shot. He, he was good for us last season, but he was it was only him in midfield. Yeah, but that's because so your team was so poor. Did you see him yesterday? Uh, did you see him yesterday? Yeah, but how how much is Enzo worth then? If he's a bargain at this price, to be honest, with if, you, if you were to sell Enzo tomorrow, uh, we all know the Real Madrid are like a step up club for everything. If Real Madrid yeah. came bidding tomorrow. How much is Enzo going there for? He's definitely increased his value. Definitely. I so how much? 120, 130 already. 120, I'd say. 120 million for Enzo. We signed him for 106. He's definitely okay. right. We're okay. talking about well, that. Okay, all right. Flip, flip yeah. side to that question. If you hadn't signed him and he still would have been at any other club in the world and you would have looked to buy him, would you be happy Chelsea spending 120, 130 million pounds on him? Yeah. So okay. money. Oh, no, okay. In terms of the running of your club, obviously, I know it's not your money, but would you feel that was a... Do you feel that's a, a, a beneficial... A I think, yeah, if there's a position that you need uh, to sign a play for, I mean, Bellingham went for that price. Yeah, if if, if, but, if you're back in it and you feel that, then yeah. I, 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 yeah, I do well think he'll go for more in, uh, some, in the summer, especially if... Um, 
with uh, Real Madrid and all that. No, that's the best touch on it. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought we'd see that. I thought we were smart to get it in January before every other club came in. Jules, I don't know if it was you who was talking about this in the group chat earlier, um, or if it was someone else, but I saw like a previous, uh, it was there like, like 50 million or 70 million the summer before. I understand you, the World Cup for Enzo. I don't know if it was you Enzo or Enzo was like 10, 15 million last summer. No, it's the that's World Cup's brought his name about, hasn't yeah. it? Probably because he was, it was best there's, there's, there's always, years. no matter what World Cup it is, there's always one, whether it was like Hammers Rodriguez in 2014 and stuff like that. There's always been one standout player that gets a big move after a World Cup. But, I mean, Amir, if you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, same as we've it doesn't always work. Like, in terms of... I know it's obviously the World Cup, but a player can have a good Premier League season, which is obviously a, a, a lot, a, a lot, uh, couple of words out, a longer run of games. And it doesn't always work out at other clubs or other places, other countries. It's hard to yeah. judge. You can't just jump in and go, oh, yeah, well, you're worth no, 120 million. Because, in and... essence, you've had a good three and a half weeks. He's not a bargain. He's just playing well. No, he's a bargain, man. From yesterday's you can't game, just jump to the fact that he's a bargain. He any player, any player over a hundred million pounds is not a bargain. Not a bargain. Yeah, Mbappe six would be. Mbappe, Mbappe, hundred mil PSG. Okay, if Enzo had won you the oh. FA Cup and the League Cup, because he can't win the Prem, where he came in, it was a shit show. If he had done that, then sure, yeah, maybe. What do you mean he can't win the Prem? So what have you signed him for? No, last season. Last season, he couldn't have won the Prem. Oh come on, last year. Okay, yeah, no, you no, just need to, you need to be patient. <laughs> you can't say he's a bargain right now. It's if... a bold prediction. I think he's going to absolutely shine. I think he'll be one of the best midfielders in the Premier League in the years to come. Go on for like 100 years, don't we? So he's got 100 years to prove me right. Well, I, I, well, I let, think let me I would... test your logic here. Because, okay, you're saying that Enzo is worth um, 125 if Real Madrid, 120 if Real Madrid. I, I, believe, not... I, believe, I believe if we sold him in the summer, we would make a bit of profit on him. Yeah. Okay, and he's not a player who's technically proven much yet in the Premier League. He's obviously playing well. What about Bruno Fernandes? If if he if Real Madrid came knocking on the door tomorrow, how much would Bruno? How much would you sell Bruno? With, for? Um, with players, you need to uh, bring into account the age of the player and etc. I think Bruno Fernandes is a seventy million. Who will be staying this season? Seventy million, I think. Sixty to. So Casado can be worth one hundred and fifteen billion pounds. Bruno will be seventy million pounds. You have got to think of longevity as well, Chavez. Yeah, Bruno's still got five years in him. I mean, a full sports contract. What's the point you're trying to prove here? If Bruno has a game in an hour and a half. All I'm saying is if Enzo is worth 120 million pounds. Enzo's 21. He's like, he's literally eight years. He's 22. 22. Bruno Bruno in a month turns like, um, he turns 29. 29. 29. 29. He's got eight years ahead of him. That's a long time in football. I that still think long Bruno's a hundred million then as well. Pardon? Bruno's Why? worth hundred million. Why? Because of what he's achieved. He's literally he's still got three strong years ahead of him. A, fo- right, a footballing Neymar, contract. World beating player. How much are they getting for him? Yeah, I'm but Neymar's like just 30 about. Something. He's thirty-one, but just about. He's one of the world's best. Well, according, he is. But what are your thoughts Bruno's... on Neymar being the world best? He's not. He's a flop of a transfer from to PSG. He never should have made that move. Never. I say well, that yeah, for the price, he, he probably would, you would say is a flop. No, 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 for the... what he was brought in to do, when Neymar moved to PS from Barca to PSG, we're just gonna go off. We'll go back to Chelsea after. He was brought in to win the Champions League, and it was him to get away from Neymar and shine and win Ballon d'Ors. He didn't do that. Bro played. Do you like still think? Do you still with me? He's the third best and, and, and faked and had injuries to go to his sister's birthday. Come on. Do you still admit he's the third best player in the generation? No, he's not. Suarez, 100% Suarez. 150%. What Ballon d'Or Suarez won? 
So what? Who, so should by that logic, should it be Modric? No, because you said uh, Neymar was supposed to win Ballon d'Ors um, when he left. He was supposed versus to. Messi and Ronaldo. It was so much higher. Yeah, was but, so much higher. But okay, but the, but the thing is, it's bro. If, if, if Suarez left if, Barca, if, if, if some butts. left Barca, and he won the league for Atletico the year after. Won it. Top goal scorer. Neymar's won leagues. Won the Champions League. It's it's that it's the whole argument of his. Yes, he's got the quality, but obviously because he must, he, I don't know how many times he's finished obviously in the top four or whatever, obviously the rankings would have been different. He would have been playing with different players. But if Messi and Ronaldo had been five years older and would have retired five years ago when he would have first made the move, it was, was it about five Was it about five years ago he went to PSG? It was about that, five, six years. Was longer, I think, yeah. Okay, well, so, so what, six years then? Okay, so yeah. if, if they had retired six years ago, whilst he was at PSG, do you think Neymar would have won the Ballon d'Or? No, I think Suarez and um, Messi were still... Um, that's what still no, that's what I'm saying. If Messi and Ronaldo weren't here, do you think it still no, would have no, been a Mod- Modric and year, a Suarez? Do you think it would have been? Was it the year he was third in the Ballon d'Or? was the, the Barca year, wasn't it? It was the year with... I mean, with that team as well, with Messi and stuff, I think that definitely helped him. What do you guys see from Neymar that um, shows he could have been the world's best? Like he obviously could have, but like, what are you? What have you seen from him that you think he's the third best player of this generation? Because he is. I just say he is. Why? I, 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 I could see your argument, and I love Luis Suarez as a footballer probably as much as the next person. I think he's one of the greatest strikers to play in the Premier League. One of the greatest strikers of our generation. Obviously, there's going to be more continuing on, but as it stands. The stuff that he did in the Prem, the stuff he's did in, done in La Liga, as you said, with Madrid or Barca or wherever else, even when he was at Ajax from a young age. And there's there's different pointers that you can make, but from an entertainment value, which is, I think, a fair chunk of the battle in football, I know everyone goes goals, assists, but from an actual point of view of what Neymar has done for PSG in terms of, yes, I know leagues, and they've lost out on leagues and stuff, but an entertainment factor, I feel... He didn't even win the league continuously. No, win the league okay. continuously. No, no, no one. Very you're... few teams win the league continuously. Okay, you're saying the best indicator, right, of right. the ball- the um, so player being third, in... the best indicator is probably you know what you said, the Ballon d'Or, right? Neymar's the only player I think to come third twice, while Messi and Ronaldo have been in there. So if Messi and Ronaldo didn't exist, Neymar would have won it twice, 2015 and 2017. He came third place twice. That's in the Messi team, though. Messi, Messi. Um, so Messi, what other what other player can you put forward to me that's done that? That's finished third. Modric that's finished won third. It. In the same generation, because we're talking about this generation. No, I mean, Modric, Modric won it, to be fair. Modric won it. You never... Yeah, explained... but third. Yeah, but he won it. You actually never explained to me why why Neymar is the third player. I've got... I can tell you... Because he's been the third player the most. Twice. <laughs> Two years. No one else that, has. That doesn't, it's just a... Well, Lewandowski... Um, or, or you could say Schneider should have won it in 2010. That's just... No, Schneider <laughs> came fourth. And... He did it once. All these players have done it once. Where if Messi and Ronaldo didn't exist, they'd win the Ballon d'Or once. If Messi and Ronaldo didn't exist, Neymar would have two Ballon d'Ors. I don't think so. I don't think he could be the main. No, man. he would though. That's not that's not a think, think thing. That's no, a no, fact. Be the main man. No, but you can also say Messi was in that. Messi could have helped him, helped him shine. You could have said Neymar have Messi. <sighs> we're gonna go around. We're gonna go around in circles. No, we're no. Go. We're back to very quickly. I was gonna say we go back to Chelsea. Oh, okay. Even in the 2010 World Cup, Uruguay's best player, scoring goals and stuff like you can go so far back for him internationally as well. But let's go back to Chelsea. Back to the game. Um, 
yeah, as I said, Desarcy got the goal. Um, Chilwell offside. We were quite lucky though. I think Nicholas Jackson's handball was so lucky to not be given. So fair play to Anthony Taylor. I if he'd given that, the guy would never have um, um, never been able to leave Stamford Bridge. But but yeah. Um, anything from Chelsea, you guys? Do you think it's going to be? Um, I want to ask you a question um, in terms of your actual... Obviously, I know you touched on the Nick Jackson handball. I watched bits of the game, not all of the game, so this is a genuine question. Um, what did you think of Jackson? Or your new signings as a whole? Your, your new signings, I suppose. Um, I thought Desarcy was solid. Um, bit shaky at the beginning. Some say it's his fault for the uh, Louis Diaz goal. I say Reese James as well. I thought that Robert Sanchez looked okay. I mean, he did have one misplaced pass, but... Um, most keepers do. I mean, Flippin' Edison does it as well. Um, I thought Jackson was good. He had a good chance. He didn't finish, of course, but he was very direct. He ran at players. I thought it was a nuisance. And that, that's what you need from your striker. If your striker isn't scoring, you need to be a nuisance up top. And I thought at the end, he was unlucky to get the assist for the Mudrick goal or when Mudrick played it back to Madison. But um, very promising signs. Very promising. And with Caicedo coming in and stuff, and hopefully one or two more outgoings, I think, I think it's gonna be a fantastic year for us. Liverpool, I'm a bit, um, bit worried about. I did put them in the top four, but we're we're hearing now before we started the live, um, Caicedo and Lavia um, snubbing them for Chelsea. I mean, that who are they gonna go for, guys? Well, I just to, can I just bring back to Chelsea for two seconds as well? Obviously, a touch on the signings. What was Poch doing? He played a different formation or a system in pre-season to what he did I know, in the I game. Very... Do you know? Do you know? Yeah, I think it was the. I, I don't know. I was very <laughs> just Poch, Poch doing Poch things. But yeah, obviously, I understand. Obviously, it's it been touched on a lot and stuff like that. But it low key worked a bit. It worked, yeah. but I don't know. I was confused. Threw it at the back again. But but yeah. The whole Liverpool thing, I'll, I'll, I'll answer while, I was, while I'm being flexible. Yeah, no, dry your um, tongue. Let me just put your tears, man. But it's, it's not even... A, I said this, was it the beginning of last season, or the season before? Like, it was either one of our very first episodes or last season. And I said, Liverpool need to be careful because they're starting to have an ageing squad. Obviously, I know they've lost some of the players, but their core of the team is getting on a bit. And they, I thought they only had a couple of years left. Obviously, they now need to come to a point where they need to make signings to improve the squad and not do what they did with Mane, sell Mane and bring in Darwin and Gakpo as replacements. They need to keep their players, get the last couple of years out of them and then rotate them to keep the strength in their squad. Because teams like Liverpool, I know obviously you get your odd season, whether it's Spurs or Chelsea or whoever else, not getting European football, but depending on how the results come out and the coefficient comes out, we could have five spots in the UCL. But Liverpool are always going to be there, obviously up there competing for the Prem or Champions League spots or however it got or European spots. Always going to go pretty much the whole way in the FA Cup. Same in the Carabao Cup, depending on obviously the, know, the, the Community Shields, just an extra game thrown in and a European competition. They can't keep sort of selling players and bringing players in. They need to keep a squad and add to the squad. Otherwise, it's only going to, if they've got a thin squad, we've seen how much European competition takes its toll on teams. There's a whole argument of Chelsea could be up there this season because they haven't got an extra potential, what, 10, 12 games in Europe. It's, I don't it know could make a massive difference. I think in part in terms of attackers, I think they, they're completely fine. In fact, they've got probably more attackers than most teams that have a strong attack. But is that midfield I'm worried about, especially the, the DM role. I don't know if McAllister can shine there because he can. he's more of a box-to-box, isn't he? He likes to create as well from what we saw at, in Argentina. So who 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 can they go for? Rice has moved... Um, they didn't get Bellingham. 
They've lost Lavia and Caicedo now. Tomlin is available. Tomlin. Sanbrio. You know how desperate they can be. Uh, who else? Who else have we That's got? By the way, just um, one thing that Liverpool fans need to understand as well, because I see like they've missed out on a lot of players. It must be a very depressing time in Liverpool. And we we are all enjoying it. The rest of the world, like no one is sympathising with you. We love this, but at the same time, you've got to think productively while your club's in turmoil. The the fans that are saying we should go for too many, Liverpool should go for too many. That's beyond a joke. Um, I can tell you categorically now that too many is not going to Liverpool. Why would he leave a Champions League team to go to a team that's in the Europa League? Why would he go from a team that's about to do unspeakable things? Which, by the way, he starts for, apparently. He started on the weekend. Modric and Cruz were benched. Um, and, wait, one second. Liverpool tears there. Um, why would he do that when it's it's done? Like, they need to stop this fantasizing. Start looking realistically at the new prospects within Europe. There are a few. I'm not going to name any because I don't want to help out the Liverpool um, scouts. Clearly, they're going to... They're definitely watching us. Joking, they're not. But uh, like, they, they, this is—it's very wishful. The the links that they like—they link themselves. It's kind of sickening because if you actually look at what they've linked themselves to this summer, they've linked themselves to Bellingham. Bellingham is at Real Madrid. They've linked themselves to Casado. He's at Chelsea. Lavia is—it's a big drop off from Bellingham to Lavia. But they've linked themselves to him, and he's going to Chelsea. So now to do all of that and then have the cheek to say too many. I mean, if I'm too many, I actually feel disrespected that I'm even being linked Can to that I, club. Um... And that's what's happened here. So they should apologise, Liverpool fans, to do it. But have, have Man United, not that I cut off the top of my head, but have Man United... Man United are a Champions League club. Okay. Man United are a Champions League club. Have we done? What, 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 what have Man United like, All of the top... I, was, I just picked Man United because Chavez was talking. But or Chelsea, we have the right like, well, I, no, so Not necessarily this season, but over recent years, they've picked, oh, we're, we're going to get, I don't know, for example, when Kane was linked with, and then you'll get, oh, we'll, we'll, we can't get Kane, we'll go for someone else. You end up with Veghorst. Do you know, like, I don't, do you I don't know? know if it's a case of the player snubs us because I, t- I promise you now, if Harry Kane, if we actually put a Har- an offer in for Harry Kane, you saw him in the taxi in Germany. He doesn't want to be there. He looks confused. If and I'm sure he'll he'll be happy now once he wins trophies and stuff. If Man United knocked on the door for Kane and Daniel Levy allowed it, Kane would be a Man United player right now. I think Ten Hag just doesn't want to go down that route of getting that older player who's going to cost a hundred and however million when Tottenham will probably, I feel like Daniel Levy is a very bad person to do negotiate with and it would have gone on forever. It would have gone down to deadline day. We don't even know if we would have got Kane at the end of all of it. It was too risky and I'm happy we didn't do it. Last week or the week before you said Man United are a Harry Kane signing away from winning the Premier League. We are. So, Chelsea are so, as well. So if your owners aren't willing to spend that money to win the Premier League or Daniel Levy is not willing to whoever, or they don't think it's fit. I understand you have an agreement with your owners. If they're not willing to spend that money to potentially win you a Premier League, why are your fans not hounding them out of the club even more than they already are? If you are that close to, if if you are that close to winning a Premier League title and they have essentially refused, Kane Ten Hag doesn't want Kane uh, because he's or yeah or, or Ten Hag. Okay, Ten Hag that's what I'm saying. Is there? I just think Kane comes with the league, league then. but should the Ten Hag actual... be gone? Because then Ten Hag doesn't want to win the league. It's basically what, what you, you said. Mean? Yeah, we Hulk are a king. Want... No, but Dan, we're also a Neymar away from winning. Like it's it's one of them where it's just a world class class player that and, changes. And, and one of the biggest clubs in the country, Man United, Champions League winning, Champions League current Champions League side have got neither of those players and end up with an injured striker as it stands. That is so stupid, by the way. Thanks for bringing that point. That was absolutely dumb. I know we touched on it last week, but you buying a player that's injured is stupid. So he's stupid. not. He's just recovering. You guys need back. results from the start to the end, and your guys, who's your 
striker now? Who do you think? It'll be, be Rashford. It'll be Rashford. Marcus Rashford. It'll be Rashford through the middle. He's not even a proper striker. He's not even a real. Well, he scored quite a lot of goals to not be called a proper striker. So, oh, he's a winger. He's a winger. He's good off the left. Fantastic off the left, but he's not a striker. Well, just for the people who say that Rashford is a left wing, I agree. I would like him at left wing, but majority of his goals did come last season when he got moved to striker. Mid-game, he would get moved. He would get subbed on as a striker. Randomly, we would play him striker just because we'd have another striker who lives, who's from France, who doesn't like to play with us that often. And Rashford was forced to play there. And a lot of his goals would come from that position. He's not actually bad there. And he's got all the elements. He seems he was to even... bad. I, I think, to be honest, but Prior to last year, I think he was very poor. And you lot were trying to get him out. I think PSG were lucky. Yeah, I, I hands on. I kept, I, I did a keeper so and said Rashford should stay, but he's on thin ice. And that was every fan. There was a time mm. where we were all confused as to what was going on. He had a bad season. He was playing with a shoulder injury. Now he's recovered from it. I think this year we're going to be done. We might as well move on to Man United since we've not got much time left. We're playing Wolves today. Um, what I will say is what happens and what we do to Wolves today will be despicable. But I don't want our fans to take this game and think, this is it. We're going to, like, if we were to, for example, win 7 0 today, I don't want us to then go tomorrow and say we're going to win the league. Wolves are in absolute shambles right now. We're probably playing the club in the biggest shambles in the league. We're playing a club. The only good thing about Wolves was their manager, Lopetigo. And they've just sacked him one week before the season starts. That was the last good thing about this club. The other good thing about this club is in Saudi Arabia, Ruben Nevis. So they've not got much going for them and they haven't really signed. Well, I don't know who they've signed. I don't, we don't know. I mean, do you know? Do you know what this means, Chavez? Man, uh, Wolves won Man United 0. I'm saying, uh, by the way, this is being recorded before the game. If we were to win 4 0, 5 0, 6 0, 7 0, 8 0, we've won 9 0 before. We've done a couple of times. And don't take this as, a, oh, we're going to win the league. Because the game against Spurs at Spurs will. Did, that's did where we not... will see it. An away game, tough game. This did, Wolves game doesn't actually mean anything. But as I said, as I touched on it, same as earlier, you can't judge, same as I said, but Burnley going down, you can't judge teams. On how they're going to do after ninety minutes of football. I said, yeah, Burnley. I thought they did well. We can't also, really judge anything. It, Villa as well. Last season, or season before, he beat was it Leeds six one. Was it six one five one six? Bruno scored a hat. we've had incredible it's first. I'm game. saying, we, yeah, we had the um, five two. We had the five. That's the one you're on about. Leeds five. We've five, had two, four nil against Chelsea. We had four nil against Chelsea against Lampard, and we looked un- unstoppable that day on the counter. Um, and by the way, on that day, Chelsea played well, and we won four nil, and everyone used that as if we were going to win the league when. In fact, the only goals we got were counter-attacks. So we have to actually see... What I want to see today is not... I forget about the result. I want to see actual pattern of play and, you know, something that can, we can carry forward against Spurs next week. This game will mean nothing. And the 007 for Mal, I can't wait to... I've got my <laughs> tweets in the draft. Pre-season is it's, it's happening. It's happening. But... Um, Touch on a couple did, of things. Did you say you guys we... are dark horses this year? Did I hear that right? Do you think you guys are the dark horses? Uh, well, I would say, okay, this is how... I don't think Man United are going to win the league. I said we'll come second. And I think well, I would really like us to do a challenge, but I don't know about that. I think Man City might pull away again. I think it'll be more between us and Arsenal with second place and we'll be a bit closer. Um, but if we have to be fair, we can't just give up now before the season started. So for me, if we want to actually be in this title race, if we don't win today, we're out of the title race. <laughs> you're, you're, predict- you're predicting that. If you can't that. be Wolves... You're predicting that before <laughs> anyone in your squad has kicked a football. If you lose yeah, and one by game... The way, I- you are not. I will go as far as to say if we manage to beat Wolves by one goal today, I think we've already lost the title as well, just on goal difference. <laughs> this is a Wolves, this is not, this is a shambles of a Wolves team. I can't wait for us to upload a clip later on with, uh, I don't know who, they, I don't even know who Wolves have got. Probably Kiana Hoover if he's still there. They're one of their wing backs scoring a winner against you. Oh, no, on a mistake, getting chipped from the halfway line again. Yeah. 
touch we've on got the standards. Man City have high standards. We've got to keep up. We're touching a couple of things before we... Uh, yeah, let's up. do it. Um, uh, that's... Harry Kane has gone to Bayern. Wow. You guys said a trophy. You say he would. We were, yeah. we were like... No. I, I thought he wouldn't. I said he wouldn't have the ambition oh, to do it. Three. Daniel Dan was so Hattrick. adamant. Dan was so adamant that Harry Kane would never leave Spurs. <laughs> Literally in the same but week. He oh. left Spurs and he still hasn't won a trophy after playing in a final. Daniel, Mo. I don't enjoy it. By the way, I like him. I think he's oh, incredible. Like did, did anyone see? Did anyone watch the highlights? I did. Yeah. Dan, was it Daniel? I Mo's saw the goal. goal. Daniel Mo's goal. That was wow. filthy. I, he yeah, sort of stumbled a little bit, but that, that turn, the way he got past one of the goals, is probably Bundesliga goal of the season. Yeah. So this is such Already. a good opportunity. If we look at it, like he's in buying the potential Champions League run, they've got their like Lewandowski replacement, like as or as good. What, and, I, one, I, and only know. one thing I did think about earlier, bring it back. I know you too, obviously. Chavez hates watching the English national team, and Amir, you don't particularly, you know, care. No, some sure some potential positive news came playing in Germany. Obviously, we tend to meet them at some point in recent years. The Euros being there next year, he might be able to help. I don't know, clutching at straws. He might help us in some way, play style or tactics or players. I don't know, clutching at straws, but maybe. Nice. Question, where do you guys think Kane ranks right now leaving the Premier League in terms of... Is he in the top five strikers? Is he better than Shearer? What, in, in the Prem? Yeah, Prem Strikers. What do you think in terms of... If I was to name a top five, in, in no particular order, I'd go... Would Kane be in that? That's my question, basically. Kane, Aguero... Henri. Henri, Suarez. And this is... This is also, I, saw a tw- I saw a tweet about this the other day when people were talking about Kane leaving and going elsewhere, and it was... No one remembers Shearer winning the Premier League or Division 1 with Blackburn. No one goes... Alan Shearer, the Premier League winner. They go, Alan Shearer, Premier League all-time top goal scorer. So if Kane yeah. was to hit, obviously I know the whole argument about trophies, but yeah, that's a good point. If no one says, no one remembers Alan Shearer as, the, as a Premier League winner, they remember him as a top scorer, which he's held for thirty yeah. years. I had one question, interesting one. We were discussing this earlier. Um, if the Ballon d'Or was to end tomorrow, what's the top five? You would say Messi and Haaland are in there. What comes after Messi and Haaland? Mbappe's in the 100%. And then who are the other two? So you're saying the three would be Messi, Mbappe, and what? in what order? Messi, Haaland, Messi. Messi first, Haaland, then Mbappe. I'd say Haaland. I would have put Haaland first. You think Haaland... Only because What do you think will happen? No, not what what should happen. Because of the World Cup, but... Yeah, Yeah, Messi because of the World Cup. And then you could also put Mbappe at second. Because of the World Cup, because no. of the World Cup, fi- no, no, because of the World Cup final, because Holland, of those Holland. 120 minutes. Nah, Haaland ahead of Mbappe over a Holland's season. The, um... That'll be close, though. That will be close. That'll be a close. I'm just trying to think of other. Le- I put Kane in there. I would put Kane in there after his season. Thirty. Got to be. Got to be. The thing is, they go based on like trophies, don't they? A lot of the time. So, so I what... feel like De Bruyne will be in there. De Bruyne, maybe. Rodri, maybe. Rodri. I'd put Rodri and over De Bruyne in terms of the Champions League winning goal. De Bruyne, as we've said it before, oh, he happened, did, against, yeah. happened against Chelsea, happened against um, Milan, two finals appearances, and he's injured. It happened against Burnley as well. He went off injured in the first 25 minutes. So who, who is fourth and fifth? Rodri, and then who's the last one? We've got, we're picking Prem players because it's pretty much... Vinicius? Well, then mm. what did Vinicius win? This is the thing. Like They look at trophies quite a bit. Barcelona, did they have anyone that stood out? I don't think enough for a Ballon d'Or. Shout. Kane, it's got to be Kane. 30 league Kane goals, did yeah. nothing. Like, aside from his goal, I mean, like in terms of trophies, 
win trophies, then you're gonna have to look at the. What about the uh, this is an outrageous shout, but obviously with because he he won the World Cup, young player, didn't he, Enzo? I'm not saying, I'm not saying he is on on in my top five. Yeah, you know, Oshiman winning the World shout. Cup. Enzo, that's what I'm saying. Enzo won the World Cup and won Young Player of the Tournament, didn't he? he no, that's so stupid. Why are you even planning that stupid idea? Because he is. You guys are so jealous. I've never seen a <laughs> no, but he can't be top five. He's obviously okay. not, but I love the idea. I will give you my... We'll give our top fives top each. Top fives each. That we think it should be. Not what we predict. I actually think Messi should win it. Just because of how he... It's a whole World Cup on his hand, so he did it himself. Messi, Haaland, Mbappe... Oshiman and then Rodri. Go on. Um, I was, yeah, I was thinking that an outsider, not saying he is top five, so it's sort of irrelevant, but you could argue Hakimi if we're basing it off World Cup performances. <laughs> say your five, Dan, say your no, five. No, you're, you're, say no, you're, you're top I'm five. I'm trying to say it for an edit, mate. Say no, your no, five. No, no, let me do my top five. Sorry. Um, Messi, Haaland, Mbappe, Rodri Kane. Okay, my top five is Messi, Haaland, Mbappe, Kane and Rodri. I'll go for. What about Hakimi? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say top five. I said no, no. No, top I, five should be the three and there should be Hakimi. Why do you put Messi first, Dan? It wasn't about what you think is going to happen. It's what you should have. Well, I've, I've said it now. So that's that's what it is. And that's where we, we are ending this for this week, I We're suppose. We're ending the Wolves 1 0 in. Come on. Up the. No, I can't, 7 0, but don't get too excited when it happens. Thank you very much for watching. See you next week. Okay.